I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part it of time to become a part of time. everybody and welcome again to ET Yoga. Tonight's show will be jam-packed with information as usual. We'll be talking about some blockbuster information concerning reversing the spike protein as well as getting into some uh, economics and um, of course um, the big topic, uh, the progress with ascension. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to kick off the program in the usual manner by having a little bit of japa yoga or mantra repetition. And that'll be led by Sri Swami Sachidananda. So if the guys in the booth would play that short clip now, that would be much appreciated. Hari Om, Hari Om, Hari Hari Hari. Hari 
Yes, that was Sri Swami Sachidananda, founder of the Integral Yoga Institutes. He was one of my spiritual teachers, and uh, that was a clip from back in the 1970s. I'd like to uh, thank the listening audience of ET Yoga just for being you, and also invite the listeners to email me concerning any questions you may have uh, regarding information you may hear on this program. And you can always email me at paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, paperfungo at yahoo.ca. And um, if you email me a question, uh, rest assured you'll get a response with no strings attached. I should also uh, say that I also appreciate getting emails regarding uh, suggestions for program content. And also, nothing makes my day more than hearing about your successes, utilizing ideas, concepts, and techniques that are presented on this program. And tonight, there'll be an interesting technique presented on this program. Much appreciate hearing if you're having results from it. I'd like to now uh, give my usual disclaimer that this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes and although thought to be accurate, is provided as is and without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. Please note that ET yoga is not a substitute for medical care Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in case of any medical condition. And I might add, if you're a new listener to ET Yoga, you should know that I applaud your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, mainstream media, big pharma, 
and technology to the best of your ability, given your particular circumstance. And uh, by the way, I've been seeing this uh, long before the current crisis came about, like for the last number of years. Now, and uh, preparing for uh, tonight's program, um, uh, some interesting information kind of came up uh, regarding economics, which normally doesn't. And um, I happened to hear a broadcast of uh, channeling by Brad Johnson, who channels Adronis. That's A-D-R-O-N-I-S. And um, <laughs> interestingly enough, um, he um, gave some financial advice. Now, let's make it clear here. I'm not a... Uh, um, licensed uh, person to give financial advice and I'm not giving financial advice. I'm telling you what um, Adronis uh, channeled through Brad Johnson. And um, it was really quite amazing because uh, typically you never hear any extraterrestrials giving any kind of uh, information concerning the monetary system. But in this case, Adronis made it clear that the best idea would be for people to get their money out of central banks and quote unquote now. And um, he also indicated that down the road, uh, several months, not in the now, but several months down the road, um, there would be a basket of currencies. And interestingly enough, he even recommended cryptocurrencies. Now, to my way of thinking, cryptocurrencies are an area that people should only invest in when they have uh, money they don't mind losing. Um, however, I thought that was quite an interesting comment coming from an extraterrestrial. And I should also point out that in that broadcast, he brings up a very interesting point that there was malicious intent with respect to the ingredients in the jabs. And um, this to me is a very critical factor, especially if you happen to be a Bashar follower. And um, there's nothing wrong with the concept that all circumstances come uh, as a neutral event without built-in meanings because it's, it's us that provides the definitions and the emotional spin that creates our experience of an outer event. However, when there's malicious intent involved in the creation of that event, then that concept is no longer applicable. And uh, thus, the uh, BS story that's coming out uh, from that direction is, is totally invalid. And I wanted to make that perfectly clear. And that was, uh, um, uh, Adronis made a point of talking about this malicious intent. And even um, people that um, try to uh, pawn this off as a neutral event um, admit that, or, or at least state that, oh, there was no malicious intent. So it's kind of like up to you to decide, you know, whether it's positive or not. Uh, I just wanted to make that, that part clear as it was an interesting point on that channeling. And uh, related to um, what's called a community ethical dollar, I've got a very amazing little story here that comes from a Tegetan Pleiadian 
called uh, Tewana Tawa. And uh, I want to share this with you because uh, if you uh, use this as a focal point of meditation, I think you'll come to a few interesting realizations about um, the whole concept of economics. And this is how it goes. He states that we would love to share a short, however poignant story. A small, cozy East Coast village had mainly complied with the tight COVID-19 level four restrictions and had to a great extent observed social distancing and small family isolation bubble consciousness. This small community village was faced with a severe lack of national and international tourists who were the mainstay of the village's income. A further complication developed as a result of a technical problem with all the villages. EFTPOS, that's E-F-T-P-O-S, connections, and because of COVID-19 restrictions, there was no available human to resolve the problem. The interim robotic responses provided on the phone fell very short of delivering a quick response to resolve the situation. A tourist from out of town driving through the village spotted the local hotel's special offer, $75 per night or a weekend two-day special of $100. At the reception desk, the tourist said he would be very interested to stay the two nights over the weekend. The owner responded, that's good. However, our EFTPOS machine is down. The tourist replied, that's no problem as I have cash, but only have a $100 note, which he promptly placed on the reception counter. The tourist continued, however, I would like to see the room first before I make up my mind. The owner said, not a problem. All 12 of our rooms are empty. All the doors are unlocked. The windows are open. The blinds are drawn. So all the rooms have been freshly cleaned and are airing for occupancy. Take your time, view them all, and choose the one that you would like. Confident that the tourist would stay, the owner quickly picked up the $100 note off the counter and went next door to the local superette that had been providing him goods on credit due to the EFT, EFPTOS service being down. The owner was now able to clear the $100 debt that he had accumulated. The owner of the superette quickly went down the street to the local builder who had carried out recent repairs on the roof of his superette. The owner was now able to clear his account with the builder. The local builder then went up the high street with the same $100 note and cleared his account at the local shoe shop where he had recently purchased a new pair of work boots on credit. That $100 note traveled up and down the high street a few more times and just before the tourist returned to the reception area of the hotel after viewing the rooms, a local prostitute popped in and placed the $100 note on the counter and cleared her unpaid hotel room bill from her use of the hotel rooms as part of her professional services. The out-of-town tourist declared that none of the rooms were suitable, and picking up his $100 note, he proceeded to drive on to the next village, unaware of the movement his $100 note had traveled in that time. 
This is a simple story illustrating that everyone paid their bills, clearing their debts with a monetary note that came into the village and left the village, even though it had not been cashed in for any goods or services or used for its original intended use while still belonging to the out-of-town tourist. The story demonstrates to the listener that the perceived value of money is actually in the currency itself rather than the confidence for the exchange for goods and services. That in reality, as demonstrated in the story, the $100 note was not necessary. Everyone in this story who had placed a monetary value on their goods and services could in actuality exchange them without a monetary system. We have shared many times of the importance of holding the highest idea of who we are and the highest idea of a society, social society that we would like to be a part of and then every moment of every day live that reality. To achieve this, we look down a timeline and somewhere out into the future, we clearly visualize living that reality and then from that reality, we look back down the timeline to control us through their version of commerce and national and international monetary system that supply the liquidity in a monetary system that is only based on confidence and the exchangeable form of their fiat-based currencies, pieces of paper that are created from thin air at no cost to which we give confidence to, and this is how we give our power away. Adventure with joy with all its multiple meanings. Now that to me is uh, a fantastic point of view coming from a Tegetan Pleiadian. And I might add that um, almost all of the uh, extraterrestrial uh, planets that I'm aware of, <clears throat> none of them use a monetary system. I hope you uh, enjoyed that uh, bit of information. I'd like to now uh, move on to um, probably the most important aspect of the Adranus channeling when he talks about the concept of <coughs> reversing the uh, spike protein. Now, in a sense, this is kind of an oxymoron <laughs> because um, if you were stupid enough to take this stuff in the first place, um, doesn't make a lot of sense that you might be smart enough to figure out how to reverse it. However, I'm sure there are exceptions to every concept. And um, no doubt there's some people out there that were maybe in a nursing home and got forced jabbed or uh, got sucked in through some amazing circumstances or who already got involved in this mess um, and um, were wishing they hadn't and they're trying to figure a way out. And um, definitely um, there's a few concepts here at play that uh, need to be taken into consideration. And one of them is nothing is greater than consciousness. And um, your body is a form and any form is changeable. In fact, 
cells are changing all the time uh, and you can program them. And so these are, this is, this is the concept that you really need to figure. In fact, you know, one of the real um, absurdities of um, Western science is that they don't take into consideration the, uh, the changing of the cells in the body. I mean, it's just absolutely uh, mind-boggling. Um, because your body is always regenerating. And uh, in a talk by uh, Deepak Chopra, um, he actually pointed out that um, atoms do not age. <laughs> they do not die. And the same atoms that existed in the Big Bang Theory about uh, 1.4 billion years ago exist, uh, or 4 billion years ago, exist in your still to this day, some of which are even within you. And um, every year, 95% of the atoms in your body are exchanged for new atoms. You're constantly dying and being reborn and literally transforming at the atomic and molecular levels. Every three days, you have a new skeleton. And every year, you have an almost entirely new body. Now... You think about that for a bit. Um, what an absurdity that we consider uh, current modern medical science um, a science when it doesn't even take this factor into consideration. And um, Dr. Bruce Lipton has an amazing, amazing two-hour video called The Biology of Belief, and I highly recommend this. So it's, it's two hours long, so it's quite lengthy, but it's worth it because it shows you basically how we um, create our physical bodies and create the circumstances and the healing processes that take place. And um, clearly, this is based on the new science that's out there, not the old science that the medical system uses which is basically kind of like how your car works. Uh, it doesn't, it, the, the science that's in the current medical thinking revolves around, the, oh, there's a part that's broken and so we replace it or we try and fix it and um, has no connection whatsoever to your thought, your beliefs and your consciousness, which is another complete absurdity. So um, when we're talking about reversing the spike protein, uh, it's important to note that there are no limitations. Um, the only limitations are the ones that we believe in or that we create ourselves. And um, everything can be cured uh, if you have the right mindset for it. So I'm going to articulate here a specific technique that Adronis from Sirius suggests to reverse the spike protein. And very simply, you effortlessly intend to identify and connect with one cell in your body. And it could be a red cell, a white cell, or a neutral cell. 
But be very clear about connecting with that one cell in your body. And then you make the intention to that cell, a command, to clear out all toxicities that don't belong and flush it out of the system. That's the first step. And spend a couple of minutes on that step. This whole process just takes five minutes. And the next step is to deposit that one cell into the entire clustering of your body and transmitting the same information to clear out all toxicities that don't belong. And the idea here is to do this for five minutes a day, every day for 30 days, and then see how things are. An amazing, an amazing concept. Now, to give anybody that's a listener or a practitioner some um, background into this concept, I'd like to uh, share the following information because it's all connected. It was probably 15 years ago, um, I was dealing with a situation and, and virtually cleared myself of a medical condition. And when I discovered uh, that um, amazing process of healing with intention and using your physical mind. And why is that possible? Is because the universe actually flashes in and out of existence. And in reality, your body isn't even here about half the time. Your consciousness remains. And you are able to reprogram your physical body. Science is now slowly coming to the conclusion that all disease is connected to dysfunctional emotion. And where do these emotions exist? In your astral field, in, in your auric field. Okay, all disease, and even the Pleiadians say this, all disease comes from dysfunctional emotion. It exists in your auric field first and then manifests in the physical body. That's why uh, concepts such as like Egyptian healing rods work. They heal your auric field. Similarly, uh, in the uh, healing chambers of the pyramid uh, over in Bosnia, the Bosnian pyramid, they do um, um, these pictures of people's auric fields before and after. And uh, it heals their auric fields, which makes them well. Okay, so these concepts are out there, but they're they're on the fringe, okay? There's not many people that, that are aware of these. So the idea here being is that years and years ago, uh, I came across this, this, this concept and idea, but it's very hard to prove, okay? So then along uh, comes Greg Braden, and must have been, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago now that he came out 
with a video that you can find on YouTube. It's called Curing Cancer in Three Minutes. And um, he went to a, uh, basically um, a hospital, but it was really a Qigong center in Beijing, China, uh, because uh, he, there was a woman there that uh, was from the West who had an inoperable tumor and she went there and three practitioners at this Beijing hospital um, made her tumor disappear in three minutes and they videotaped the whole process, which you can find on YouTube, which gave proof to this concept. And in this video, he goes into some detail concerning the technique and why it works, et cetera, et cetera. So it is provable. You know, this is the thing that excited me so much about seeing that video is that um, it's one thing to tell somebody a concept. It's another to show them a picture. And uh, this video uh, proves the concept. And then since that time, there's been a lot of other uh, supporting evidence uh, related uh, to the concept. And, of course, uh, Bruce Lipton's The, the uh, Biology of Belief uh, gives the actual science to this, which is really I mean, in detail. I mean, uh, I knew about the concept. I could even utilize the concept, but I didn't know the specifics of the details until um, I saw The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton, which came out, I think, uh, it's been within the last two years. Now, this also all, all goes back to a channeling from uh, Gene Hatch of Mother Mary uh, that's been kept in the mystery schools for over 2,000 years, and it was released, uh, oh, probably um, 10 or 15 years ago. It's called The Ultimate Truths of Reality. And um, basically, there are uh, several of the, the ultimate truths of reality which relate to this situation. And I'm going to give you a couple of those, because what are the ultimate truths of reality? They're the rules by which we actually live. It's like, it's like what goes on in this um, reality, that, or what we call reality, because actually there is no objective reality. There is an idea of a consensus of reality, a consensus belief, but there's no objective reality. And one of the, the ultimate truths of reality is that everything in my reality is created by my beliefs. And this is huge because it goes back to the whole fundamental concepts of ET yoga. ET yoga is about the generally self-realization, ideas, concepts, related techniques that help people become enlightened or self-realized. And at the very core of this foundation is the concept that thought creates or beliefs create. And another, one of the ultimate truths of reality, there are no accidents, nothing happens by chance. So if you think that, you know, something comes just from out of the blue, no, it doesn't. Here's the concept of the neutrality of events. All events are neutral. 
there are no negative experiences, although I can choose to define any experience as negative. Therefore, if I'm experiencing negativity in my life, then I have chosen it. One of the other of the ultimate truths, all disease is caused by the denial of negativity within. And probably the most important one related to this topic is there are no limitations. If I have an experience that I define as a limitation, it is happening as a result of the way I think. The appearance of all limitation is merely an effect of error thinking. God has no limitations as and as an aspect of God, neither do I unless I believe that I do, in which case I will create the appearance of limitation as a direct result of my beliefs. So in support of this whole concept that everything can change, we have the ultimate truth of reality. Now I'd like to further uh, support this whole uh, idea of uh, reversing the uh, spike protein uh, with an article uh, that was presented uh, at Project Camelot by Kerry Cassidy. And the title of it is Nano is Telepathic. And so you could go to the website and actually see this. And um, some of this information states that any limits are simply those we accept. All else is illusion. Form is simply a temporary limitation that requires us to change form in order to escape it. And Carrie says, I have often thought that aging is simply a mental directive that our carbon bodies choose to obey when they could just as easily live forever simply by thinking it. Again, the only limits are those we impose upon ourselves. So if uh, nanographene has the ability to construct a sort of nano layer of skin that overlays or replaces our current bodies slowly but surely, or the nano eventually replaces our body or duplicates our bodies, it is sensitive to not only the AI signals and directives, it will line up to any network within range and be subject to suggestion from that network, be it local or global. But if nano is telepathic, then um, you're no sooner um, think of it than it could manifest or it could follow your orders just as readily as it could follow some outer directive. Is it possible there remains some special connection with one's own body, mind, soul complex that by definition might um, supersede any external influence? This concept of the Borg AI as a one-way communication relationship may be inaccurate. There's no reason why it can't go both ways. We could therefore influence the Borg 
to be whatever we want it to be just as easily as it could do the same to us. At that point, one would wonder where the dominance lies. We say we are part of source or God, but what does that actually mean? If source or God encompasses everything, then that includes nano and AI, and therefore nano and AI are a subject to the overall directives and dominance of source as anything else. No amount of AI can supersede source intelligence. In fact, ultimately, even AI is subject to the greater whole, just as our current brain cells and neural networks, our carbon bodies are, in, and nothing exists outside source, if source is all that is. I think that's a, a great concept. Um, sounds to me like uh, some original thinking by Kerry Cassidy at Project Camelot. And of course, uh, supporting this whole concept of the technique that Adronis gives uh, concerning the power of intention and uh, the technique that he provides. And in fact, I think if you um, spend some time thinking about that, that technique of the one cell and then infusing that cell in with the rest of the cells with the same information, that um, that could also relate to uh, any particular condition in the body. So just as um, the placebo effect in medicine, everybody seems to realize that, oh yeah, we know what a placebo is. Um, and, you know, the placebo can have just as great an effect as anything else. However, everybody always thinks it's always related to medicine. No, it's not just related to medicine. You have to expand your consciousness and start connecting the dots to use the whole concept of placebo because Placebos in every area of your life. It's all about what you believe. The, the whole the whole nine yards. It's all about belief. And um, there is proof that the human body is a projection of consciousness. And um, basically, your body is a holographic projection of your consciousness and how you directly influence that hologram and thus have complete control over the physical health of your body. Now, this really does come down in a certain extent to belief, but it doesn't help to have a lot of science that backs this up. And one of the key principles of quantum physics is that our thoughts determine reality. Energy is either a particle or a wave, depending upon the expectations of the observer. And the quantum world waits for us to make a decision so that it knows how to behave. The human energy field is interacting and influencing the quantum field all around us at all times, and the energy of our beliefs and intentions are infused into our energy field because they're defined by the energy of our thoughts and emotions. Thus, the fusion of our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and intentions, which we call the human energy field, is perpetually informing the quantum reality within us and around us at each moment of our existence. And, a little known fact here, 
that reality is flashing in and out of existence. And every time our reality oscillates between form and pure energy, the pure, the pure energy state of the field, our awareness, which is constant and doesn't flash in and out of existence, informs the field what to reappear as when it makes its transition back to form at the quantum level. And even the Pleiadians have stated that thought exists in between the flashing in and out of the universe. Therefore, each time we oscillate into formlessness, we have complete and total control and responsibility over what we choose within our attention to manifest out of the field in the next moment, and our power and ability to do so relies entirely on what we believe and on how we are feeling. If our bodies are a projection of consciousness, then our consciousness would create a blueprint which our atoms and molecules align with to create our bodies. There is highly suggestive evidence of the existence of this energetic blueprint in the new um, research on DNA, which proves that it transmits, receives, and thus reads energy directly from the field. And we need to internalize the understanding that reality is flashing in and out of form. This is absolutely crucial in understanding our ability to heal because half the time we are formless. Our bodies are a holographic projection of our consciousness and they are the sum total of our beliefs about ourselves. If we can change our beliefs about ourselves, and thus if we can change the energy that defines our human energy field, then we can change the energetic blueprint which our body aligns with as it materializes back into form. And that's exactly what that Syrian technique from Adranas is all about. The exact structure and dynamics of our consciousness which make us both a fractal and holographic expression of this infinite God consciousness can be found in Nassim Haramein's hollow fractographic universe theory and in his work Crossing the Event Horizon. So there's a couple places you can also go for some really interesting information. That's Nassim Haramein's hollow fractographic universe theory and in his work Crossing the Event Horizon. New evidence is clearly illustrating that our mind is non-local and is independent of the brain, which means it doesn't need the brain or the body for that matter to exist. To heal, all that we need to do is purify our energy so that the energetic projection of our body is unobstructed. Then our atoms and molecules can align perfectly to this structure because there is no energetic interference to disrupt the image of our body as projected by our consciousness. The first step to consider is the possibility that we are not only energy but that there is an infinite energy all around us which we can consciously tap into to promote healing in our body and mind to become more happy, healthy, vibrant, and creative. 
as soon as you start to connect to the infinite energy of creation and your own true nature as formless energy, then you start to become aware of these energies in your body, which returns the projection of your body to its natural state. The projection of your body can only be disrupted by a disturbance in your energy field, your consciousness, caused by unbalanced thoughts and emotions and limiting beliefs. Our luminous energy field is naturally vibrant and our energy naturally flows unhindered as a powerful stream of consciousness, but the lower levels of consciousness, which we have been conditioned to live in as part of our social conditioning, disrupts this flow, which if left unhindered would express its perfection everywhere. Another key concept to understand is that your body is always regenerating. And this is the information by Deepak Chopra. And I love this part about every year, 95% of the atoms in your body are exchanged for new atoms. You're constantly dying and being reborn and literally transforming at the atomic and molecular levels. Every three days, you have a new skeleton. And every year you have almost an entirely new body. Your body is not the real you. Your body is merely a projection of what you believe yourself to be. If you could discover that you are pure consciousness and that who you really are is an infinite creative awareness that is manifesting reality and co-creating reality with other aspects of yourself, then you can start to take complete control over your body, your health, and your life. Chronic pain, disease, illness, or the old injuries that you have in your body are not actually in your body. They are in your mind. More specifically, they are a function of your perception. Your atoms are always changing, and your molecules are too. But as new atoms come and as new molecules are formed, And as you flash in and out of existence, your energetic field is telling them where to go, what to do, and how to align with one another. Therefore, you're holding disease, illness, pain, and injuries within your consciousness, and thus they're imprinted on your energetic field, and only then do they proceed to manifest in your physiology. All this sounds fantastic, yes, but... These changes are noticeable within the human body and mind, even after a little bit of practice and training. So decide to feel and experience it for yourself. Learn how to meditate. This is what evidence is clearly suggesting. The only hindrance to tapping into this nature of the universe is your own conscious awareness, your level of attention, and your beliefs. Our ability to heal is directly related to our level of attention and level of belief. For example, we can heal ourselves of any affliction, illness, disease, or injury. That is possible so long as we have absolute certainty and knowing that we will be healed. And this is the whole point of the Adronis information that uh, if you got sucked into that uh, whole idea of these... uh, hydrogels and graphene and all that crap. Um, Yes, it is possible to reverse the process because at the fundamental level of reality, 
anything is possible and the restructuring of reality is dictated entirely by our beliefs and our expectations. So um, I hope that uh, I've given you enough uh, real science here to back up uh, the claims um, that um, this technique uh, could be viable and possible. And uh, also uh, to suggest you use your imagination in expanding this concept to um, look at any other issues that you may be having. I'd like to give a quick um, positive uh, suggestion to check out uh, Steve Noble, N-O-B-E-L, concerning um, meditations related to the ascension process. They're getting into some really good information concerning clearing uh, energy from past lives, um, this life and past lives, uh, the importance of breaking your contracts, any soul contracts that you've made uh, in this life or other lifetimes, um, a very important aspect of the ascension process. Um, also, um, one of the meditations actually gets into um, the whole idea of um, uh, identifying, neutralizing, and eliminating uh, nano from your body because it's an interference uh, energy that does not is not compatible with 5D or the ascension or the new earth. And that one is called angelic and star race support transmission. And I uh, highly recommend you check that out. I also always recommend Solara on Ra uh, and her meditations related to the ascension process. And uh, naturally, uh, I like to uh, take this opportunity to wish my listeners my sincere best towards your attainment of full consciousness, perfect health, abundance, uh, your success with uh, techniques uh, presented on this program. And in uh, closing, I'd like to share with you the Who Am I technique where you place your full consciousness in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then after you become that spot, you can ask the question, Who am I? I. And you can do that once or 10 times or whatever's comfortable. The main idea here, get to the highest place you know how to get to, become that spot in the center of your forehead, and then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part 